everyone. Welcome to another episode of Behind the Studs. Hey, Jim. Hey. How are you? That's a loaded question. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Why? Well, let's put it this way. Uh-huh. I'm 62 years old. Yes, you are. I used to have... And, and you don't look a day over 60. I know. You're such a sweet yeah. guy. <laughs> I used to have control of everything. But as you get older... <laughs> control as in... Violence. Hold on a minute. Well, let me... <laughs> I'm just going to go so far, and then we'll let you mention. We have a classy guest coming up. I know. So let's well, here's what let's we, wrap this up. So family came over last night. <laughs> yeah. We had hamburgers mm-hmm. and hot dogs mm-hmm. with sauerkraut mm-hmm. and beans. <laughs> yes. It all came back to haunt me today. <laughs> Probably and, the worst was when we had to work with you. And, no. Well, in front of the customers while oh, I was geez. working. Oh, great. With Thanks. the kids, right? Yeah, on top of Baker staging. All right, well, it's another, we lost another customer. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did. All right. Kids thought it was fireworks outside. <laughs> well, I'm hoping we're in better shape yeah. right now, are we? Yeah. No, they love me. All right, no, good. All we're right. much closer now. Oh, she's they're just not going to bite me for hamburgers. Not gone. <laughs> well, they're not. Well, they're not. <laughs> All right. Hey, listen, we got a guest. Oh, is, <laughs> who is this lovely person who's laughing at we me? We have... <laughs> We have Carolyn Cromines. Uh, she's an attorney out in Texas. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Absolutely. So welcome to the show. We appreciate you taking the time to join us today and hopefully educate all of us on the laws as they pertain to contracts and remodeling and all that fun stuff. We need you up here. Yeah. <laughs> how, can we, how can we bribe you to get you up here? Oh, boy, do we need you. Oh, boy, because we have... Disasters. Oh, it's it's crazy. Yeah, it does. So tell us a little bit about yourself. How'd yeah. you how'd you get into this? Yeah, so um, I've been a construction litigator for the last seventeen years. But wow. before that, I grew up in the construction industry. I'm actually from rural Illinois. Uh, is where I grew oh. up. And wow. my grandfather owned excavation companies. And my first jobs were for my uncle, who had owned an irrigation company. So being around construction was where I grew up. And I didn't, I wasn't necessarily went to law school to go into construction law. Mm-hmm. But then in my last year of law school, my husband and I started a material supply business. Mm-hmm. And so then kind of, I had to collect our money. I had to figure out how contract works. I had to do, it became very personal because right. it was our business. And so then I really learned how to do it well. And now I do it well for, you know, on the front end for all construction businesses. Oh, that's great. That's that great. Crazy. How yeah. that just, it just, how it, how it morphed into yeah. that. Yeah. It just that's kind wild. of laid itself out for you. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Exactly. So you've been doing it for 17 years? Yes. Yes. And the whole time out in Texas? or? Yeah, I've been out in yeah. Texas. And actually, um, recently over the last uh, year, year and a half, I've been reaching out to other states. I do contracts and liens and collections in all 50 states. And oh, um, wow. since my firm is licensed in seven different states, and my goal is by the end of three years to be licensed in all 50 states. No um, kidding. Yes. That's all right. Wow. So you, that means you never want to sleep. You just want to do this like 24 <laughs> And you, and you right. won't be married anymore. You yeah. just live in the cubicle, <laughs> yeah. and, and you'll be on a feeding tube. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're suing this one in, in, in Wyoming. I want to be there to help you guys before you get in trouble, right? Owners like and contractors, right? Yeah. That, you know, education, being proactive, contracts that work for both sides, you know, that's yep. kind of what I'm trying to push. Gotcha. And All being right. a great people, but I don't have to do it all myself. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> so you're a... You're a What's the term again? Contract litigator? Is that what you said? Uh, con- construction, right? Construction, yeah. also 
construction because a lot of what I do is draft contracts, solve problems, but then I do do the litigation side as well. And mostly what I learned from the litigation side is that you don't want to be there. Right. At neither party wants to right. be there. <laughs> right. No, no they're absolutely don't. right. But, and, 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 you know, judges that, you know, I've heard of up here are like, neither one of you are going to win. You know, this is not going to end well for either one of you. So it's, they always say, just get to arbitration, mediation, whatever you can, just to work it out and just walk away. You know, but sometimes that dollar amount is too high to walk away from. I get you it. Know? Yeah. And definitely take that in consideration as well as the dollar amount you're going to put in trying to get it. Right. right? So there's always... Because mm -hmm. in the courtroom, it's a gamble, and the best you can hope for is to break even, and that doesn't even cover your time. Right. I'd rather take you, your money and you go spend it in Vegas than spend it on years <laughs> of litigation. I mean, right. I mean, the odds right. are about the same. Yeah, they probably are, right? You're absolutely right. Do you do a lot of residential? I do. I've done a lot of residential litigation on both sides. Mm. Uh, recently, I've been working with more contractors to help them have contracts to keep them out of the litigation side because i think there's a huge breakdown in the contractors being able to tell the homeowners what to expect mm -hmm. they can't do that the homeowners have a set of expectations that aren't really in align with what's going to happen correct mm -hmm. don't align that's when and so if we can get on the front end and be like very open about here's what you can expect Right. We're a lot less likely to end up in the place where we're, you know, suing each other and hiring lawyers and all of that stuff. Right. Now, here in Connecticut, we have something called the Connecticut Home Improvement Act. So do you have something similar to that in Texas? We have uh, what's called the RECLA Act, and it used to be something very similar to what Connecticut had when okay. they had a board that made decisions. But that part of it expired in 2006, and now it's just basically the homeowner has – it's way more – I've read yours. Yours is very – they have a lot of power. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, ours is actually more contractor friendly. Mm -hmm. It says the homeowner has to give you notice before they can sue you. Yours yeah. is you're kind of the other. I mean, there's just a lot of power for a board to have to make decisions concerning contractors. You have to register and there's a fine for not registering. That's a lot. It's 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 crazy up here. Um, you know, and it's an unfortunate thing. You know, if, if you had asked me like, you know, 10 years ago, did you think this was a good idea, the Connecticut Home Improvement Act. I would say, yeah, absolutely, because there's a lot of contractors who, you know, walked into some place, started, you know, just adding to the bill, adding to the bill. The customer didn't know it, didn't know it, had to pay it. And it was it was not a good situation. Mm -hmm. And now I feel that a lot of the homeowners that know the law, they use it against the contractor. So they go and they will intentionally, you know, text you and say, can you do this, you know, add this to the job or can you do this? And if you don't have it in that change order form, it's null and void. So then they go, you know what? You never made me sign anything. So, and I don't know what it's like there, but like the judges here are starting to come around and they're like, listen, it's the Connecticut Home Improvement Act is not meant for the homeowner to hide behind. It's meant to make it fair for everybody. So, and nobody should expect work for free. You know, they shouldn't, that's just not how it was written. Especially, and that's the thing is that I think the contractors out there that are, intentionally trying to screw people or do a bad job or, or mm -hmm. not and you create this whole system of law for a very small portion yeah, right I, agree. I, think, I think contractors generally want to do a good job and, and please people sometimes they have a breakdown in the communication which is you know obviously con connecticut requires a contract with your schedule and everything in there which oh, i think yeah. that part is definitely a good idea right yeah because yeah when we don't have that that's where we end up but i think mm -hmm. kind of overkill and then owners find out and then like 
where I usually see it at states that require licensing and things like this is that that last payment. Yeah. Whatever that last payment is, the punch mm-hmm. through, and it's never that's never done right, and then they're like, then they'll file a complaint, and then you got to go deal with that, and you're just like, yeah, you know, a lot of guys are getting out. Yeah, yeah, they are. There are a lot of guys are getting out. They've they've had enough, and they don't want to. They don't want to be chasing money on Fridays and, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just, and you're so right. It's just like that, la- that last one thing that they will hold that check. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it is sad. There was one guy that we know, we personally know who had a check that was held for, oh my God, almost 20 grand over a, a tub that was on back order. Mm-hmm. And she went, it goes, well, by law, I don't have to pay you. <laughs> yep. I don't have to give you anything. Until it's complete. Yeah. And he's like, I don't want the whole thing. I just got to pay my guys. Right. And then we'll come back. What's that? No, would not pay him. Yep. You know, that's just awful. That's just, you just created an environment that's just like, just get me out of here, you know? And then and it's tough because I'm hearing that a lot. He hears that a lot. The little guy, you know, we have to say two years ago, three years ago, mm-hmm. if you're a little guy, you are flat out busy. Your mm-hmm. phone would not stop ringing, and you just couldn't keep up with it. And then all of a sudden, something happened. They all got together, <laughs> and they get the little guy, uh-huh. and they just beat the crap out of him. Yeah. And now they and then everyone's going away. Everyone yeah, and your prices going away. go up, and nobody else, nobody's going to be able to get work done. Right. 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 So yeah, much. we're already short in the construction industry of people that want to work. Right. And then, and then you hear a story like this from a contractor, or it, how many? How many? You know. You, the stress of the week, you need that check to make payroll. You mm-hmm. start hitting up the owner on Wednesday. And you're like begging by Friday because you got people. Yeah. Right. And it's just mm-hmm. and, and they don't they don't care. I mean, and I I truly think they still think homeowners in general that contractors make a ton of money and it's not like they're gonna ever miss it. You know, and and we've got families to feed. You know, we've got kids. We got everything else, just like everybody else does. It's it's the yeah. it's the same thing when you go in a restaurant and they're and they're booming. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, they're making hand over fist yeah. on the money. You don't know the overhead. You don't mm-hmm. know you you came at a busy time. They may be dead four days out of the week. You know, they make their money on the weekends. Who right. knows? Right. You don't know. What no. does it matter if you did a good job? You deserve to be paid. Yeah. Thank right, you. Right. Correct. Thank you. We love you. Yeah. You'll be back on the show week after week. Yeah. We may just record that yeah, one spot. Right. Just loop it you over and over paid. again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I've actually said to a customer once before, you know, what did you used to do for a living? And they told me, I said, imagine going to work for the week. And your boss was like, you did a great job, but I'm not paying you. I said, what would you do? He's like, I would be angry. I'm like, that's exactly what I'm saying. You know, you're telling me I did a good job, but you're not going to pay me. But, okay. <laughs> it's like it doesn't work that way. You didn't what work like that? that. Did you do that? Didn't a doctor come to you and say, "Hey, you know, he wanted to like not cut, like cut you some, didn't want to pay you the whole thing. He, all of a sudden, he made a, a he made a choice on what he wanted to pay you. Yeah, and it was just like, well, yeah. how about if you? Yeah, yeah. how about <laughs> did you did a surgery on me? Yeah, you know, you did, yeah. you missed a few stitches on my kidney. Nah, I'm gonna pay you. <laughs> it's just bizarre it's just bizarre i just you know i just don't get it i don't get it so how did uh, covid work with you guys i mean i know up here we got a huge backlog of cases now because the courts were shut down same thing same thing there yeah the other thing too is that you spend like if you're in litigation you spend so much time waiting to get in court and then you know all the discovery process and opening up all your books 
taking a deposition and I promise you, I promise you, I know the story looks very clear in your mind of exactly how it went. Lawyers are good at their job. They're going to, mm-hmm. they're going to spin it. They're going to make it look different. And, and mm-hmm. I know it's, you know, I, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's frustrating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. the, whole, whole, the whole hope is not to get there. So. Right. 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 It's so, so true. It's very, you know, it's almost like, you know, we all, we as contractors get together and we talk, you know, of course it's like, if you know, if you're restaurant owners, you talk and it's just like, you know, the safest thing to do, you know, you want to, exp- let me just back up and say, you want to expand, you want to advertise, you want to get more guys, you want to be out there, but you, you are dealing with so much gray area and you may go into litigation and you have to think of it. You're going to lose money. It's almost like, you want to just make sure you just want to work word of mouth. You don't want to have a GoDaddy website. You just prefer to drive in a truck with no letters on it and just wait <laughs> for the phone to ring because my aunt used me. You used my, my aunt. You cleaned my house, aunt's house and yeah. we, we need, can you come in? It's almost like you want to go that route, all word of mouth, you know? But it, it leads to it, it's that person that you don't know, that stranger that you don't know on how it can just turn. But you know, it's interesting. The first time, sorry, the first time I ended up with a lawyer involved and everything else was from a referral. Really? (laughs) Yep. He referred the customer to me. I'm like, really? I've seen them both ways, right? And like, you know, you came highly recommended. The one thing I can tell you is trust your gut. Yes. Always know. 90% of the guys that walk into my office said, I knew I shouldn't have taken that job. Yeah. No, you're right. Absolutely right. Or they changed something in their process specifically for this client that they wouldn't normally do, or they did something extra that they wouldn't normally do. Those are the jobs that. That is always the case. Yeah, you try to right. be a good guy and it bites you in the ass. Yep. Every yep. time. Every time. If, yep. if you want to be a good guy, go support a charity, just not in the construction yeah. jobs. Yeah. Right. No, you're absolutely right. It's funny that you say that, you know, trust your gut. I think I've told you the story. I might have even said it on here, too, is I met, I met a lady. She calls up. I went out for an estimate, and she started talking. She's like, you know, I've had three other contractors work for me, and I've taken them all to court, and I've won. I'm like, yep, goodbye. <laughs> I think I got to go. This isn't, this isn't a good thing. And she was proud of it. I mean, she was, like, bragging to me, like, I should be impressed by it. And I'm like, yeah, that means you're going to take me to court, too. So, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I, I all of a sudden just got busy. You know? Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Why isn't everybody going to hang my sheetrock? I don't understand why I make sheetrock. <laughs> uh, yeah. But no, you're right. You, you can you can you can usually tell you can usually tell. And I've I've been fortunate enough to be busy enough that I can say no to, to certain people. And, and, you know, when you say no, they get angry and everything else. I'm like, you know what? That's fine. I said, I just don't feel like we're a good fit, you know, and I think you need to find somebody else who's going to, you know, be more on your level, you know, and, and make it a much happier project for you. Because obviously, you know, and they're like yelling at me and I don't even have a contract with them. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow. OK, no. <laughs> so you totally deal with the contractor, really not not the homeowner. Is that correct? No, she said she does both, sides. Do both yeah. sides. I deal with both. Uh, I've done both sides more recently. It's been more contractors. And been help, I'm talking to contractors all from all over the country in the residential side, and they're just super swamped. And so uh, they're all afraid of that client, getting that client and getting sued. And so we're like trying to do what we can to make sure that doesn't happen. And then when something comes up, like, okay, let's work through this. It's not everything you wanted. It's not everything they wanted, but something in the middle. Sure. Uh, you know, that's what we're pretty good at. So, but yeah, I've worked, and then I can, t- the homeowner side, a lot of the time it's just because it wasn't properly explained to them how the punch out process works, right? 
it wasn't properly explained to them. Mm-hmm. And, and we get lost in the weeds of, you know, this isn't exactly what I wanted. And we we're like, I'm not done yet. And they don't, mm-hmm. under, they don't understand the whole. So process. true. Right. No, that's very true. So true. There's like, this is wrong. This is wrong. It's like, no, we just weren't, you just wouldn't allow us to come back and finish, you know? And if you did, and that's the other thing too, ugh, state of Connecticut is, is this way, you know, everybody around us is different than Connecticut, but they do not have to give us the first right of refusal to come back and finish the job. They can go and hire somebody else, sue us for three times the cost, and that's just the way it is. But every other state around us, they all have the you know first right of refusal. You know, you go back to your contractor and say, listen, will you fix this? Will you finish? And if he says no, then sue, do what you have to do. But, you know, give them an opportunity to finish the job. And if it doesn't come out fine, then great. Then you're, you know, you're back to where you that's, were. But that's terrible. at least give them a shot. That's what I, I absolutely about. agree. And like, and I, so like in my contracts, we put in the punch provision and say, once we do this punch, we do it one, we have one punch list, one yep. yep. <laughs> smart sign off and then we're done. Right. And, yeah. and, and, and just explaining that that process happens because this is the industry we're in every day. Mm-hmm. They are not in this industry every day and they don't right. understand. And so I've had clients that didn't explain that get fired when they still had punch to do. And of mm-hmm. course, they go to court, which is full of a bunch of homeowners, not contractors, and they show this scratched paint or this unfinished wall with bricks missing. And, you know, everybody's just like, oh, how yeah. could you possibly leave the property this way? <laughs> you're like, dude, I just wasn't done yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely true. Absolutely true. They don't they don't see the forest because of all the trees. Right. It's, exactly. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it's funny, too, you say the punch list. She said one punch list. I love that. And you get that, yeah. and then all of a sudden, oh, by the way. No, 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 no. There's no more by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had a guy recently. He's like, no, you don't see it? Well, when it's nighttime and the light shines on it, then you can see it. So then he takes out a flashlight and says, see, now you can see it. I'm like, no, you can't see it. I mean, it's just like, how much longer do I got to sit here and <laughs> you know, go over this imaginary list? Well, and so. that's the other thing, too, to put in your contracts, too, is like standards. So, right, the PCA yeah. has a standard of you have to stand back four feet, not with a flashlight over your back of, like, how do we judge these things, right? Right. That's a right. very important thing. Yeah, no, that's very important. It's so funny. I, I got to go back to the punch list for a second because it's like that is really good, you know, that you brought this up because mm-hmm. I don't even know if you have that in your contract. Like I don't one, think I do. One punch list yeah. because – Oh my God! I've lost I've lost so much profit mm-hmm. being a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you know, by the way, can you drive twenty five miles and just there's a little nick that you <laughs> missed you over here. here. I'm doing right. this. Yeah. Or I won't get a payer. Or I'm gonna give you I'll give you a bad I'll give you a bad review. Right. Or something yeah. like that. <laughs> I have to tell you a story. About, I have to tell you a story. But I was a re, it was a referral. Mm-hmm. I went in. And I painted the woman's kitchen, and when she was walking out, she looked over in the corner in the kitchen, and she saw that I cleaned up this corner in the kitchen, and I painted it, and she lost her mind. She was, oh, my God. I was looking at that. I freaking hated that. You did that. Oh, my God. The attention to detail. You're going to paint the rest of my house. And I did. I got there. I painted all the rest of her house. Long story short, two years later, I'm, I'm painting a study. I got it. I got to take the popcorn ceiling off a finished room. I got it all, all bandaged up, all plasticed off, everything else. And somewhere along the line, on the backside of her couch, when I was moving something, there was a little streak of paint, latex paint. A little streak went on the leather of the back of the back of the couch. Yeah. At the 
front or yep. the arm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a little paint there. Yeah. Get yeah. fired. Never hired me again. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Guess you don't love me, do you? No. <laughs> no. Wow. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. But like the little things. That, that that's a really good idea. The punch list. The I one, do like that. Yeah. One time punch list. Yeah. We're gonna have to talk about that a little bit later. Well, yeah. if, you it, if you do it when they sign up, they know what to expect. They can have yep. all of their stuff ready, and then this is when we're done. We do all the things, and you can even have the like we're don't. You have your list. We're going through it. We're fixing it as we're going through. Yep. Done. That's it. Yep. Yeah. I, mean, I see that all the time. It's this little thing. It's this little thing, and they're holding that last that last payment. And then yep. you're finally just like, forget it. And you're like, you just walk away from it because you don't have to go out there for one more thing. Oh. I, I've, I've settled the bill for less just to get out of there. <laughs> you know? So it, it does. Yeah. After a while, it just gets really annoying. So if you have a one list and you can get that, everybody agrees on it. That's a great idea. Just Do you have a horror story that you can that you can share <laughs> that's not in litigation right now and no one's going to get in trouble? Can you can you share uh, something? Uh, with list? I mean, it, yeah, anything, I, anything, anything, whatever, whatever comes to mind. That, you know, yeah. Oh, I have one right now. There you uh, go. <laughs> is that is that we have a contract signed? Where they put a deposit up, and the contract doesn't have any escape. What what I call escape clause. Like so, basically, you or the homeowner, once you sign the contract, you're it. You're locked in, right? Yeah. Well, all of a sudden they change their mind, and now they want their deposit back. Okay. And the contract okay. doesn't allow for that. But they're sending him a demand letter for the $20,000 back. And he said, hey, all right, I understand you don't, even though our contract doesn't allow this, I'll give you back what I haven't used, which is, I think he used 14 and he's going to give back six. Yeah. And they said, they said they hired a, lot, a lawyer, sent over a demand letter for the full 20, which this lawyer knows. They're hoping mm-hmm. that they're not going to go get a lawyer. It, it, and that's what I'm saying. And then, you know, I talked to contract and, the, and everybody's afraid. The worst thing you could get is a letter, phone call from a lawyer. And here's the thing I can tell you, as long as you don't know, ignore your certified mail, none of nothing in this process goes fast. You'll have, <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. You'll have plenty yeah. of time to respond. But the thing is, is that make sure you do respond. If you don't respond, it'll go all, it'll go very fast. It'll just take a judgment against you. It's when right. not responding that, that gets you in trouble. So I know everybody freaks out about the whole, and it is freaky, but we have time to wade through it, weigh our options. What are we going to do? And so just, you know, be on top of it and have somebody there to, Okay, here's my options. What are my options? What are we going to do? Right. So, what would you what would you say um, is the best piece of advice you can give a contractor and a homeowner? And it may be the same. No, yeah, absolutely. Let's get together and let's talk about expectations. All right. So, for my contractors, what are you going to tell a homeowner? An honest schedule, right? I tell my guys, if you want to, you know, if you finish early, you're a hero. You finish late, you're a zero. So, always mm-hmm. go long on the schedule. The possibility of change orders, right? That you're going to remodel. I'm going to rip into this wall. I'm really good at what I do, but I don't. I don't have X-ray vision, and this is a possibility, right? Mm-hmm. Not saying that it will happen, but you know, this is what could happen. And you know, uh, payment terms. So if you have a bigger contract and you have milestone payments, what I do is have them issue an invoice that's due within five days. And if you don't pay it, I get to stop work because some. It might be very clear to you, the contractor, you've reached that milestone. To them, mm-hmm. it's not so clear. Yes, they might think so, but they're not 100% sure. And so let's just clear that up. Here's how it's going to go, right? If there's an issue, I'm not saying you have to agree with them, but I'm saying go listen to the issue, come back, do an email. Here's the issue. Here's why I agree with you. Here's why I don't. Here's my outline plan. 
mm-hmm. that you've taken it seriously, you've addressed it. The punch list is another big one for the final payment. You know, in states that you can, I always try to get the biggest payments towards the front, leave the smallest for the, and not all yeah. states allow that. I know California doesn't allow that. I don't think really? Yeah. Interesting. That's great. We usually do a third, a third, and a third. And so, like, yeah. California, the biggest one you can get is a $1,000 down, and you cannot really? be paying advance for work. Wow. See, I, I, I agree with that, you know, paying advance for work. <laughs> um, like, I never charge any labor up front, but I do charge for materials up front because I go ahead and I place the order. You know, and if they don't go through with the project, I'm stuck with all these materials yeah. if they haven't paid me for it. And I'm happy to give them all the materials once they come in if they don't want to go with me. But, yeah, we we always go for the, you know, all the materials. That's that's interesting that you can't do more than a thousand up front. That's that's crazy. In, in California. In, in California, yeah. Oh, in California, basically, you know, I, Connecticut has a little of this, too, has basically what has to be in your contract. Like, California writes it for you. On oh, the really? side, anyways, yeah. There's yeah. a lot different things like i said it's so different across all the states of what's required and so i've really i've dove i've dove in and i've studied all of the lien laws for all 50 states i'm working on all like the contractor dispute ones most states have something similar more similar to texas where it's for, right of first refusal to fix things before you can sue a contractor um and all that kind of stuff but yeah it's 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 you know you think they'd be somewhat the same they're very different that's crazy i know <laughs> Yeah, lobbyists and whatever else oh comes into play. You love this yeah. stuff, don't you? You just love this stuff. <laughs> Who? She, she does. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Ah, look what we got here. <laughs> well, okay, you know what? I want to let you know, right? I want to let you know what the what the rules are yeah. and, and yeah. understand where the where the pitfalls are. Right. Yeah, no, and, and you know you're absolutely right. And any contractor who's starting out should go see a lawyer about their contract that they're using. You know, and that's obviously where you give them the most you know, benefit right up front is to say, listen, let's get your contract right. Make sure it's, you know, inclusive of everything. You know, I, I sent my, my contract out to the department of consumer protection here in the state and I asked him to review it. And he actually got back to me and said, this was the best contract I've ever seen. And it's only because I have added things, you know, throughout the year, 16 years, you know, I add another clause here and another clause there, whatever I can, I stick with the Connecticut home improvement act, you know, the terminology and stuff. So, you know, obviously, you know, going to see, you know, any contractor that's listening, that's, you know, starting out, go see a lawyer first, you know, don't do it after you get, you know, a letter from another attorney and then try to backtrack and, you know, fix it for moving forward. Just get it right from the beginning. You would agree? Oh, absolutely. And I think you have a great point is that it's your contract. It's a living and breathing thing. As things happen, Mm -hmm. you can change it and modify it. And and here's the thing I think everybody misses too. Everybody thinks that there's got to be some sort of magic I love peanut butter and jelly sandwiches in there to make it effective. And it, it just, it's just plain English, be plain English. That's all it has to be. And right. actually the, the clearer it can be, the, the better off you are. Cause then there's no question about what you're saying. Right. And so it's your document and prove it and make it what you want and what's important to you. You know, like if it's important that the dogs don't get out, that you're not responsible for the dogs getting out or trampling. Mm-hmm. I mean, the small things. Right. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah. yeah. You know, if it's in there, it's, it covers you. So exactly. they sign it, you know, although, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I will say, you know, I have a, I have a remodeling company. I also have a handyman division. So the handyman division, we charge, you know, by the hour. So at the end of the day, the, the customer signs off as to how many hours the guys were on site and, you know, it's everything's okay. And then I get to people that will be like, well, I'm not paying you. I'm like, well, you signed the, the form for the day. Well, I didn't agree with it. I just signed it. I'm like, well, <laughs> you can't say it after you signed it. That you yeah. don't agree with it. <laughs> you do that before you sign it. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, it's it's really funny. Still waiting for money from that person. <laughs> in, in, yeah, in the conversation that we, as we're talking about it, and we talked the basics. You know, we talk about the how the the contract is the foundation of the job, which everyone can fall back on because the relationship between the contractor and the homeowner can start off as a wonderful romance. As far as I'm so glad you're here. There's coffee on the counter. Please have some. So glad you're coming. Uh And after three weeks on the job and they're sick of the dust and they're sick of the dirt and everything else, they'll just like, nope, didn't have time to make coffee. Take your shoes off. Put the stuff up. When are you leaving? When are you done? (laughs) When are you leaving? It's going to take all day. Are you done yet? Right. Yeah, right. into their most personal space too, right? I know. Absolutely. Schedule is so important. When are you going to be done? I want to know when right. you're going to be done. And then yep. like, whatever I can plan for, just, you know, my house uh-huh. is not dusty and I can have people over to see the beautiful things that you've done, right? right. Yeah. Now, in Texas, you know, in other states that you're currently working with, are you seeing a trend where contractors are getting a little bit more protected? Um, or do you still see that the homeowner is still the one kind of calling the shots? I see I, they're trying to strike a balance. I think Connecticut's way over on the homeowner side. So <laughs> yeah. like every state has a little something that needs to be in the contract to try to explain all this stuff to homeowners to give them some protection, right? Mm-hmm. And most states have the three-day right to cancel and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but also most states, too, have the, the right of first refusal, all the things that give you a chance to, to do that. And if the homeowner doesn't do that, there's penalties, right? And so right. It's, really, it's really a chance to bring everybody together before litigation. And most times we can settle. Most times we can settle through that process. Okay. You know, if, if everybody's willing to be reasonable. And now if somebody's just out for blood and, and, and is doing, uh, don't ever do anything on principle, but if they're out for principle, <laughs> just forget about it. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Principle's yeah. entirely too expensive. Let's spend yeah. your time someplace else. Have you yeah. ever have you ever had the instance? Because I've heard of this, where the homeowner decides not to pay the contractor, and the contractor shows up at like three o'clock in the morning and starts taking the siding off the house because <laughs> he's not going to get paid, or they start to vandalize uh-huh. and just start taking stuff off because they didn't get paid. Have you have you heard any of that? Have you ever seen that or? So, and some states allow it, some states don't. So, like mm. I've done it for a client in the past, and so and it was actually a more it was a commercial project. They had done all the the lighting, and it was a, an event venue, and they had parking lights, you know, lights inside, yeah. and he was owed like sixty grand, uh, and they weren't paying him. And we found out that they were getting ready to open. They had all these events planned, and so we sent over a letter say, hey, you know, because under Texas law, if it doesn't hurt the improvement to go take it, I can take it. So I couldn't take the wiring, but I could take the fixtures. Wow. And so the threat of doing that obviously was enough to get him paid. Because yes, you can't in most so, most states you can do that. But you have to. It's not going to be worth as much, right? It's more. Mm-hmm. It's more of a threat than it is, you know. It's leverage to get paid as opposed to actually getting your stuff back that you got to go resell. You know, like the the external AC units are a big one that I know they're usually easily to re- repo any appliances and anything stuff like that. Normally, if you haven't been paid, you can get those back. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> that would just make me feel better. It, it you know for nothing else. <laughs> spite, <laughs> spite is fine for me. <laughs> yeah. Some yeah, I got a good one. I got a really good one. Yeah, if they decided we're not going to pay, go. All right, you know, you're right. All right, I'm going to go in there. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll paint 
the third coat on the walls. All right. <laughs> Will you be happy with that? And, the, and then you come in there with like a purple. Yeah. You paint the walls <laughs> when they're at work. <laughs> then you end up in jail. All right. Goodbye. Yep. <laughs> and they sue you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to move to Texas. And she's going to be my lawyer. Now, now, do you guys have change orders? Is that what you guys work off of too? Yeah, we have definitely have change orders. It's not required yeah. by law, but the but the rule is if it's if we have a contract in writing and we don't yeah. have something in writing to modify it, then that's what it is, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Contractors get screwed all the time that that they don't. Yep. I'm just they asked for it. I was trying to be nice and I did it, and then of course they're like, "Well, you, your contract says change order, and you didn't." So now, I don't yeah, know. Oh, it's so frustrating. Oh. <laughs> and so I'm like, what... like have one of those you know receipt books from Home Depot or from Office Depot in your car. Just a text, an email, yeah. something. See, that I wish would work here. doesn't work it, that way. A, a text or an email does not work. It has to be on that change order. So, you know, and it's it's really not fair because it's obviously they're giving you the approval to go ahead and do stuff, you know. But, it, yeah. So that's good. At least it works out there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, we're wearing more of the wild, wild west. We don't have to be. Most <laughs> states do require contractors to be licensed somewhere. Texas does not. So and Yeah, I mean, I mean we just have a registration. Yeah, yeah. We just have a registration. You know, we don't, the contractors here don't have to take tests. They don't have to show that they understand codes or anything else. It's anybody can be one, you know? And this is a place where, you know, at one point, you know, guys would go out and do a job and, you know, they would do a horrible job and they would change their name and, you know, close the business. And it was easy enough. You just, you know, kind of was like, just pay us another $220 and we'll let you open up another business. That's fine. You know, there was just like nothing holding these guys back, you know, just to keep changing and just doing, you know, horrible work. So, so I get it. You know, I get it. But I think, I think in now and day and age, if somebody does horrible work, has got a bad representation, it's going to be out there. Right. Yeah, I think so. Right. Yeah, pretty pretty much. We're going to, if you do a little bit of effort, you can find it. Right. Right. I mean, you know, obviously there's cities out there and stuff, but for the most part, a lot of people live in small towns, you know, and we do here and there's a lot of small towns around here and people, you know, see the trucks, they see the name, they, you know, yeah. you know, I'm fortunate enough to have a place right on Main Street with a sign, you know, so they know I'm not going anywhere. I'm not a fly by night kind of guy. So, you know, it definitely does catch up to you, I think, in the smaller towns and amongst people talking, you know, especially in today's world too. social media, you know, Facebook pages, especially the Facebook community pages, you know, they'll they'll tear a guy apart. Yeah. Tell everybody don't use this guy. And that's it. He's done, you know, for a lot of people. And and also when you like if I'm going to go look at a job, I've had I've had customers going. Oh my God! I hired this fence company. They are horrible. They never showed up. It's good for me to know, to know that, you know. Even though there's two sides to the story, however, you really get to get the side of the the the, the homeowner. They just took the money and ran. Mm-hmm. It's good for me to know because if I came to your house. And you say, hey, you know a fence guy? I go, I know who you're not going to use. <laughs> exactly. You know? Oh, do I know a fence guy? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So it does. It does get around. We get, yeah. you know. Now, something that Jimmy brought up on another show, too. Um, do you do you recommend that a contractor check with the town and see if any liens have been placed on the on the house you know, before they start work? Or, you, you know, can. is there anything that they can look it into? Definitely, it definitely shows their history if they have a non-payment issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, and and just yeah, you can look and see if they've been paid. Everybody's been paid, and that way you know if like guys before you haven't been paid and they filed liens, it's probably a red flag. And then right. you you could even reach out to the contractor and find out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'd be. I'm sure they'd definitely be willing to tell the story of what happened. 
there is a there is a website out there and it just has not taken off but you know somebody some contractor came up with it it's basically contractors can go online and you know give reviews of customers uh which i think is an awesome idea (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure there's gotta be some legalities to that that's probably not for drivers writing the writing the writers right same thing right yeah i think so well we (laughs) we had a customer and she said the contractor he showed up. I paid him. He come back. I paid him for the material, and one day he wasn't feeling well, and he just never showed up again. I go, cause he's dead. He died. His tools are here. You got free tools. Unless you killed them. Well, on that happy note. What's this? What's this new patch in the cement? Oh, oh my God! Yeah. Uh, so, how do people find you? Yeah. Oh yeah, the CrowmeansLawFirm.com. Um, I also have I own a nonprofit called the Subcontractor Institute, where I have all the lien rules for all fifty states. There's oh, cool. Also for contractors, I have um, I teach. For commercial contractors, I teach. I wrote a book called "Quit Getting Screwed" about all the bad things that are in commercial contracts, and I teach those 20 chapters on there for free. So, um, and I always have consultations for free. Have tons of blog articles out there, and lots of free content on YouTube and all the things. Where do you find the time? Oh my God, you're amazing! Right. <laughs> yes. Wow. I have a mission. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta make this. I gotta bring people back to the construction industry. Right. Uh, I love it. Yeah, maybe back to the day of a handshake. Yeah, remember, remember those days. Are, but we're gonna we're gonna get something yep. in the middle. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. good. <laughs> yeah. don't, ever, don't ever ask a lawyer not to have a contract. It's just <laughs> that, right. that's very true. I understand. Yes. Wow. <laughs> uh, well, Carolyn, thank you so much for joining us today. We really do appreciate it. Um, it was it was definitely a, a learning experience. I thought it was good I think, for both. I think you should open. I think you should open up a university. I really think you should. I think you yeah. should get. Teach people how to do what you do because there's just not enough of you. You know, you are a jewel. I have to say, I'm touched. This is like really good. You you say things that we'd like to hear, you know, but also for the customer, right. too, you know, yes, that, that whole thing. It's not just about us. It's about everybody getting along and everybody going like, hey, awesome job. High yep. five. Exactly. It, you know, exactly. You know, awesome. So, Thank yeah, you guys. So. Yeah, thank you very much. And, you know, you're welcome back anytime. I understand there's probably other topics we can talk about. So everybody, you know, stay tuned. We'll probably see Carolyn on the show again. Yeah, man. I think so. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, everybody, thank you very much. Join us next week. For something. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Way to finish the show. Yeah. (laughs) All right, everybody, we'll see you later. See ya. Bye. Bye.